You're listening to Career Conversations with Aaron Rovner, presented by Randstad Rysmart, the world's fastest-growing career transition and talent mobility provider. Now, here's your host, Aaron Rovner. Good afternoon. I'm career coach Aaron Rovner, and thanks for joining me for Career Conversations this Monday afternoon. I'm passionate about helping people thrive in their careers, and over the next 30 minutes, we'll provide tips and strategies to help you recover from a layoff, find your next opportunity, update your resume, prep for an interview, or transition to a new career. With more than 40 million people currently out of work, I'm sure many of you either have experienced a job loss or probably know someone who has. And even if you are still currently working or now working from home, I'm sure everyone listening likely has some degree of uncertainty about what their professional future holds. And I hope we can provide some guidance to everyone to achieve success and growth in your careers. On today's show, we're talking about working with career coaches, what it is, what it isn't, and what can really work for you. As always, if you have a question you'd like us to answer on air, please send us an email at careerconvoswvox at gmail.com, where you can tweet your question using hashtag careerconvoswvox. For a little background about myself, I'm a senior career coach with Ronstad Rysmart, the world's fastest growing career transition and talent mobility provider. I have over 15 years of experience in career services and recruiting. I like to joke around that essentially I get paid to get people paid. I'm so excited for today's guest. We're bringing in two rock stars. Our first guest is Jessica Harrison, the Director of Coaching Services. She supports all coaches within Ronstad Rysmart and really knows how to deal with probably some of the most difficult problems. Our second guest today is Laura Oler. She's the Global Manager of Coaching Services at Ronstad Rysmart, who in addition to being a coach herself, supports all the coaches across the U.S. and Canada. Having worked with both of them and having tremendous respect and excitement to be here today, I can tell you that coaching is kind of their superpower. So thank you both for joining me for a career conversation today. So Laura and Jessica, if you could say welcome and hello to our listeners. Uh, thanks, Erin. Hi, this is Laura Oler and happy to be here. Yeah, thanks, Erin. This is Jessica Harris. I'm looking forward to conversation today. Me too. And so the first thing I want to do to kind of kickstart our conversation is to bring up what people commonly think about when they think about coaching. There are some people who are probably still scarred from gym class when they were younger and they said, oh, the coach picked me last for t-ball. Is that what's going to happen when I work with a career coach or other people who think, hey, these career coaches, you know, how involved are they going to get? Are they going to be tucking me in at night? Are they going to be texting me all the time? Um, a lot of people think that when it comes to job searching, hey, I'm already applying to jobs online. Why would I need a coach? What do I really get out of this? So, Laura, I'd love to kick that over to you. You know, when you hear people saying, hey, I already am kind of have a handle on this. Why would working with a coach benefit me? What do you think that you would say to our listeners? Yeah, thanks, Erin. And I I agree with you. I think that is sometimes a common theme that we hear. And, you know, one of the things that our coaches, I think, are so great at at Ronstad Rysmart are being able to share what the expectations are around the support that they can provide them in their job search. Um, From being a resource to providing accountability that, you know, you typically do not get um, when you're doing this on your own. Someone to say, hey, you know, the things we talked about last week, how did that go? Did you make those five networking phone calls? Um, Our coaches provide structure uh, to their job search where um, that they may not be able to do that as well on their own or planning, being supportive. I think one of the things, misconceptions uh, also is that sometimes they just think, oh, are they just recruiters and are just going to send me on interviews or can do more? 
So I think what we like to do at Ronstadt Rysmart is really teach participants how to job search effectively versus them thinking, is this someone that's just going to find a job for me? Um, so there's long-term strategies and skills that they gain. I love that. And that's such a good point that sometimes people think, you know, that, that recruiters and coaches are the same. Uh, Jessica, I'd love to turn it over to you. What do you think are some common misconceptions that kind of come up around coaches? Yeah, I love your example around kind of the, the gym teacher back in school, right? Or um, the t-ball coach <laughs> that you'll never forget. So uh, I, I think there's a misconception, too, that, you know, once you engage with a coach, they're going to just start telling you what to do. <laughs> and that's simply not the case. Um, you know, coaching is really all about the individual and what they're looking to get out of the coaching engagement. So I think that's that's definitely a, a misconception. And there's just so many benefits that can help to turn that around. Uh, you know, really working with a coach is, you know, echo what um, Laura had said. There's a lot of accountability partner. Um, the the open space, which is a safe space. Uh, you know, I think of, um, you know, even myself and many others, uh, there's kind of like the, the personal life and then there's a professional life. Uh, you know, I'm still not sure to this day if my husband really knows what I do for a living. <laughs> so, you know, I think of that. You know, some of those conversations you don't necessarily want to have uh, with your friends, your family. So to have a safe space, uh, an objective partner um, that can help you and be a sounding board. Um, I think we all really need that. I'd also say creating a lot of um, exploration with someone. Um, I think sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. Uh, so we really need someone to help us to get to that point and help us to navigate through some of the transitions or pivotal, pivotal moments that we're having. Someone that can give some honest feedback. Uh, you know, again, you, you kind of need that space and somebody that's, that's there that's partnering with you. And I would say the, the awareness piece also, you know, even the most self-aware person in the world, um, they, they really do probably need somebody that can give a different uh, perspective at times um, that's just real honest and helping to really guide and, again, navigate towards what those ultimate goals look like. That's such a good point, because I think even the people who are most self-aware, you know, being able to talk through what's going on with their search and getting a different perspective um, it's so important. And one of the things that I think uh, that you both kind of touched on is it's so important to also know best practices for job searching. And while I feel like I deal with some of the smartest people in the world and they can do that themselves, um, they're smart enough to know, well, if I go to someone who already knows best practices, then I can do it faster. I can maximize my time. And, uh, and like you said, it gives that different perspective, but it allows those self-aware people to also be performing at their best in terms of their job search. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be coming back and talking more about coaching, best practices, what it is, what it isn't, and making sure that if you are still traumatized from softball the way I was as a kid, that it's not going to impact you moving forward with or without a coach. Having to let go of your valued employees is never easy, especially now. Don't do it alone. Ronstadt Smart will help you support your employees with compassionate outplacement services. Our certified career transition teams and extensive online resources can help your employees find their new beginnings more quickly and with greater confidence. Protect your employees and your brand. Look to talent mobility and outplacement leader Ronstadt Smart. Learn more at helpmyemployee.com. You're listening to Career Conversations with Aaron Rovner. Presented by Randstad Rise Smart. 
the world's fastest-growing career transition and talent mobility provider. Now, here's your host, Erin Rovner. Welcome back to Career Conversations, presented by Romstad Rysmart. I'm career coach Erin Rovner, and I'm joined today by Laura Oler, Coaching Services Manager, and Jessica Harrison, the Director of Coaching Services at Romstad Rysmart. And we are still talking about all things coaching, best practices, what works, what doesn't work. And so I really wanted to dig in on the people who are thinking, hey, it might be a good idea for me to work with a career coach. What should I be doing? And so, Jessica, I'd love to start with you. If someone's thinking of preparing to work with a coach, uh, what do you think they should do, if anything, in order to get ready? That's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I would really say that the biggest number one thing that I would recommend to somebody is really get clear on your goal and what you want to get out of the coaching engagement. Uh, you know, that that could be really thinking through if you're starting at point A today, what does point Z look like? If you say at the end of working with a coach, we would have accomplished um, these three things um, to identify those three things, just to make sure that you're always kind of moving towards um, that end goal. There's also thinking about uh, the, the coach specialty. Um, so what is it really that you're looking to do? Is that a specific um, is that a, a track? You know, are you an expert? exploration mode? Um, are you a leader and you want to improve those skills? So what is the specialty of the coach that you'd be looking for? Um, and think of your own style. Um, so when you think of matching yourself with a coach, are you looking for someone that's a little bit more directive? Um, are you looking for someone that can really take a, a step back um, with you? So, you know, and those are all conversations you can have with a coach to really make sure that that's going to be a match for you. Um, and then just think of the, the duration. Uh, what, what does that look like? That point A to Z that I had mentioned, um, you know, are you looking for something more long-term when we talk a lot about the accountability piece? You know, do you want something um, maybe for a, a few weeks, a few months, and then there's more of like an as needed to just keep you on that track for an extended amount of time. Or, you know, are you looking for uh, conversations just for a set amount of time? Maybe there's some high stakes conversations as a leader that you're needing, you know, you need to have over the next uh, few weeks or months. Um, so I would really say getting very clear, defined goals, um, and looking at what kind of style and specialty you're looking for in a coach. That's such a good point. A lot of times people don't necessarily think of the goals before they jump into working with a coach. And I think kind of having a clear path can make things so much easier. Um, so Laura, I'd love to hear kind of your take on when people start working with coaches, you know, how things they should consider, things they should do to prepare. Yeah, thanks, Erin. I, I totally agree with everything uh, Jessica mentioned with preparing. And I think once you think through all of that, as far as what you want to get out of your relationship with a coach is checking in with whoever that coach is and say, Hey, you know, are these my, are my expectations accurate with what I'm expecting to get out of this and what you're going to be able to provide for me? Uh, because we, you know, really look to, you know, helping you become independent as a, as a um, job seeker and we're not doing the work for you. We're kind of teaching you what you need to be doing. So I think making sure that you're on the same page and expectations are met right from the beginning, then uh, you will have a successful relationship um, together. And I think also a more productive job search at the end of that too. 
because sometimes like an example would be someone says, hey, you know, can you jump into my LinkedIn profile and write it all for me? And we would never do that for privacy reasons. Um, <laughs> so, but you want to make sure that the your participant knows that up front, right? Not something that, wait a minute, uh, I thought you were going to do this for me and now I'm disappointed. So I think managing the expectations piece is really important too, once you determine what's most important to you and what you want to get out of the relationship. Laura, that's such a good point because I do think that there can be some common kind of misconceptions and traps that people fall into where they say, well, you're going to, you know, do everything. You're going to go on the interview for me. You're going to do everything for me. Um, And so I'd love to kind of open it up to kind of some of the traps that people can fall into where they think this is what it is. This is what it isn't. Um, So Jessica, do you have any ideas of kind of the misconceptions that people might bring up that they fall into a certain trap where they think I've got a coach and now I've solved all my problems. Um, anything that you think people should be aware of that that might not necessarily be true of working with coaches? Yeah, it's, you know, I think it's a lot of what, you know, Laura just hit on in, in your example too, Erin, of, uh, you know, now I have a personal assistant. <laughs> it's my coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really not the case. Uh, you know, we've talked about it's ultimately what that individual wants to take away from the coaching. Um, but I, I think really all of uh, those, those steps and actions that need to be taken are by that individual. You know, a coach is, is a, a support system that's moving alongside of you um, along with, with that coaching engagement. Um, you know, but I think there's, there's applications, um, there's networking, there's, um, interview preparation. There's all of these things that, you know, a job search is, you know, as they say, it's it's uh, not a sprint, it's a marathon. So I think in the course of all of those activities in a job search, um, there's it really can take some time um, and some effort and, you know, having somebody ready to Put, put in the put in the hard work um, with having a coach there to guide and offer ideas and suggestions and make sure that you're your best self and successful in that um, while you're really the one that's um, kind of pushing yourself forward in, in meeting those goals. I think it goes back to something you said earlier, Jessica, where I think there's a perception that coaching is, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. And, and there's only one way to do it. And, and if you apply to the job this way, you're going to get it. Whereas, especially with job searching nowadays, um, there are requirements for every job, but how you approach the interview and how you strategize what you're putting on your resume is not, you know, the career coach saying you can only do this one thing. And I think that there's kind of the two sides where some people really want their independence, but everybody also wants it to be really easy. And so on that hand, there are, people are thinking, well, I would like someone to tell me what to do if that's going to lead me to get the job. Um, but nobody likes that kind of personal assistant, or maybe they do. I've had some clients that I think would love it if I were able to do every single thing for them because they'd rather take the step back. Um, But it does kind of bring up that dichotomy of, you know, people want to have the guidance, which at the end of the day is what coaching is all about, but they don't want the guidance if it goes against the kind of the things that they want to do. And so that kind of brings up the question, um, and I'd love to kick this back to you, Laura, I think sometimes people need a coach that is a good match for them. And so what do you think people should consider in terms of looking for a coach that might fit for the style that they really need to work with? Yeah, I think Jessica hit on a lot of a lot of the pieces of thinking about do I want somebody who's an industry expert or um, maybe I'm going an entrepreneur path. So I want some a coach who has an expertise working with entrepreneurs. Um, and I also think another piece to the style is 
what type of coach do I want as far as how I want to work and operate? So some like a lot of structure and they want a plan and action items. Others might be more intuitive thinkers and want somebody to kind of, hey, let's just brainstorm together, talk strategy, and then I'm good implementing. Um, So I think that's another great thing to research and and think about as far as a match, because sometimes you might have a coach like, whoa, you know, telling me every step of, and every, they want me to report back every item I do. And I don't need that. I want somebody that's a little bit more kind of big picture with me. And then someone else will tell us, Hey, I want a coach that's going to tell me what I need to do before the next meeting next week. And I want to be able to check that off my list before our next call. So I think in addition to all the things Jessica talked about, that's another piece that's I think important to think about for a successful uh, coaching relationship. Yeah, I think it goes back to what you both were saying, which is, you know, regardless of the type of coach you want to work with, knowing what your goals are, as Jessica was saying, getting from point A to Z, you might be looking for a list and checklist, or you might be looking for, well, as things come up, I want to be able to discuss, I got this email from an employer, how do I respond to it, versus just having the checkbox of please respond to that employer. Um, And so I think that kind of following the guidance that you guys are putting forward of getting clear on your goals and making sure that the coach is the style you want to work with could really allow you allow any job seeker to make sure that they find a coach that can really support them to make their job search. Uh, Not fun. You know, I say often in my coaching practice, you know, we can't make this process fun. There's nobody who comes out the other end and says, let's do it again. Let's search for a job again tomorrow. Um, But I do think working with a coach can take away some of the pain points. Uh, that, that you guys have illustrated. It, it, it is a little bit of a roller coaster. You know, there's ups and downs. And having a coach there can mean that maybe some of the ups aren't as steep and maybe some of the downs aren't dipping so low so that you can really be doing the best work. We're going to take another quick break now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to be taking some of our questions from our listeners. So please stick with us on Career Conversations presented by Ronstadt Rysmart. Having to let go of your valued employees is never easy especially now. Don't do it alone. Ronstadt Smart will help you support your employees with compassionate outplacement services. Our certified career transition teams and extensive online resources can help your employees find their new beginnings more quickly and with greater confidence. Protect your employees and your brand. Look to talent mobility and outplacement leader Ronstadt Smart. Learn more at helpmyemployee.com. You're listening to Career Conversations with Aaron Rovner, presented by Randstad Rysmart, the world's fastest-growing career transition and talent mobility provider. Now, here's your host, Aaron Rovner. Welcome back to Career Conversations, presented by Randstad Rysmart. I'm career coach Aaron Rovner, and I'm joined today by Laura Oler, Coaching Services Manager, and Jessica Harrison, the Director of Coaching Services at Randstad Rysmart. And we are continuing our conversation on all things coaching. Um, So we have some questions from some of our listeners. And so I'm really excited to kind of turn this over to our experts. So the first question that came in, it came in from an anonymous listener in New Jersey. And they said, I think I want to work with a career type coach, but I don't know where to find one. What are things I should be doing to try and find a good coach? Uh, So Jessica, I'd love to turn this over to you first uh, for our listener in New Jersey. Where do you think they should start to look for a career coach? 
Yeah, a uh, great question. I there's a a lot of coaches out there. One place that I would start is the internet. A lot of great resources out there. Um, one of those being the ICF, so that's the Internal International Coaching Federation. Um, so there are local directories if you go there. Um, so there's a specific accreditation and certification um, for coaches, and they're listed there. Um, so finding a local resource um, that would be one thought. Um, other coaching certifications. You know, if you're looking at something very specific, we've talked a little bit here about um, special or paths. Uh, so you can look specifically for certifications in those areas. Um, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, is a great place to find um, coaches out there um, by specialty, by location. Um, that's going to be very specific to you. Um, and of course, referrals. Uh, you know, I think that's word of mouth. Uh, one, of, one of the ways that we all find uh, trusted, trusted individuals to work with. Uh, so, you know, those would be some places that I would recommend to start. I love that. And so, Laura, I'd love to kind of spin off that question. You know, if, if I go to LinkedIn and I just type in career coach, obviously that's going to bring up like a huge listing of people um, and could be overwhelming to someone. If someone wanted to start to LinkedIn, uh, how do you think that you might recommend to them to kind of dig into a coach that might really work for them as they navigate this forward? Yeah, so I think um, you know, LinkedIn is a, is a great resource and maybe start by reading their profile, seeing their background, seeing what resonates for you as you're reviewing it, and maybe message them, connect with them, and share again, what, as we've talked about earlier, what you're hoping to get out of a coaching relationship and do they match with what you're hoping to get out of that. Again, doing some homework is really important. They might look great on having the perfect profile that's a match for you, but then as you exchange, you realize, well, maybe it's not the best fit for me and you want to explore a little bit more. I think Jessica also mentioned referrals. So I think getting names from people that you trust and uh, have had successful relationships with those coaches is a great way to go as well and see if there's a match there. So I think you have to do some homework, not just say, oh, this looks like a good one or my friend Bob said they were great, so I'll just go for it. You want to do your homework and make sure you're, you're making the best match for both of you. Yeah, one of the things that I often, I find people who are really hesitant to work with a career coach uh, they have a misnomer that career coaches are like life coaches. And the idea is that I could wake up tomorrow morning and say, I'm a life coach and just, and that's it. You don't need any guidance. You don't need any training. Don't need anything else that's happening. And one of the things that I love about both of your answers is talking about, you know, someone who you either have been referred to that they're saying, no, this person, you know, they have strategies in place. They have the thought leadership. They have the knowledge or, you know, going through training, um, the certification through ICF is pretty intensive. So it's not going to be just someone who says, yeah, I think this might work for you. Yeah, I think your resume looks fine. Everything's great. Send that off to an employer. And then you might feel like, oh, that that coach was supposed to be working with me and they ruined my chances. Um, And so another pro tip, if you're especially starting from LinkedIn, is I often recommend going to LinkedIn groups that are either industry-based or focused on the type of job that you're looking for, Because often many of the coaches that are in that whale house might be in those same groups so that you can see, hey, is this coach going to be tapped into what a project manager does? Or is this coach going to understand my role in customer service or whatever your career may be? Um, And then kind of using that to say, hey, is is this person going to line up with what I'm looking for? 
So the next question that we had that came in came from maybe one of our younger listeners, and they were saying that they worked with a career coach back when they were in college, and they gave them some advice that didn't necessarily work for them. Uh, they, they specifically mentioned that they got advice on their resume that didn't work. I didn't get the interview. I didn't get the job. And so now they're saying, you know, I'm more seasoned in my career. Um, would it be wise for me to work with a career coach again, even though in the past it didn't really work out for me? So Jessica, I'd love to turn this back over to you for a listener who might have been burned by working with a coach in the past. Do you think that they should just stop and not work with someone moving forward? Or do you think that they can kind of change the conversation if they engage a career coach at this stage in their career? I would say absolutely. <laughs> it sounds like so time has passed and um, I think their career has probably at this point catapulted into a lot of experience and a completely different conversation would develop with a coach um, in college versus um, going through um, professional roles and where someone is at right now today. So absolutely the conversation would be 100% different um, in my opinion. So I would say absolutely it's worth a shot. Um, and again, if, if you have very specific goals of what you'd be looking for, um, I think absolutely any coach is going to really hone in on what, what those specifics are for you. Um, and, you know, I think it's fine too. You know, Laura had mentioned expectations. Uh, everyone needs to be comfortable to just be very open and upfront to say, this is what I'm looking for. And, and I also think it's okay to say, I've had a coaching experience in the past. This is what it was like for me. This was my experience. It didn't go very well. So I'm a little bit hesitant and really just being open and honest to that and explore what that was like and exactly what you're hoping that experience is, you know, define the experience with that coach and decide how you can move forward together. So I would absolutely say it's worth giving it another shot. All right, and Laura, I'd love to hear your take on someone who might have gotten burned, had some bad advice on their resume in college, and now is thinking, is that same thing gonna happen to me again? Is there any words of wisdom you might wanna pass on to that listener? Yeah, what I would say is chances are when you were in college, you just walked into the Career Development Center and met with the first person that was available, right? Versus now, as we've been talking about, um, is you have control over who you work with and you can do that homework and exploration to find the right fit. Uh, so I think, you know, that is probably the key to the difference, right? Is everything that Jessica said clearly. And this time, hey, I get to pick and I get to do, you know, do my due diligence to find the right fit for me. I love that. Well, and the last thing I want to say to that listener out there is uh, you might not be searching for the same roles that you were applying to when you were straight out of college. Uh, a lot of people think every job search is a one-size-fit-all. You get your resume ready, you send it out, and you go from there. Um, but as you move on in your professional career, there are a lot of different things that you have to kind of take into account. And so it's okay to also be searching for different coaches. There are executive level coaches, there are managerial level coaches, and there are career coaches that also specialize with entry level, you know, Generation Z, millennials, all different types of people at different stages in their career. And it's okay to say, hey, that person who served me back in college wouldn't even do a good job if I was looking for them now. So don't be afraid to, to dive back in because of that. And so that's all the time we have this week for Career Conversations. I want to thank you for listening. I'm so happy that you tuned in. Uh, I feel like this has been a really great conversation about career advising. This is the final episode of our first run, and so we really hope to see you again in the future. Until then, I'm Erin Rovner, and I look forward to our next career conversation, no matter where it's coming from. Thanks for tuning in. 
right here on WVOX and online at WVOX.com. Stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you again in the future.